is up, ladies and gentlemen? How are you doing? How are you living? Familiar voice here, Austin Cunningham, joined with Justin Treese, as always. No Kiefer with us today, just be dust too. The old crew, normal crew, right? The OGs, as some like to say. The OGs. Here to, talk, here to talk some football. It's been a little bit, but hey, excited to be back. It's awesome. The NFL draft is taking place. We had a crazy march. We had a crazy lead up into the NFL draft. I shouldn't, I shouldn't even say crazy lead up to the draft because it was honestly kind of boring. And the only excitement that really kind of kept coming with it was the week of the draft. It was like, whoa, Trayvon Walker might go number one to the Jaguars. And that was just kind of about it. And then we got to Thursday. And boom, sure enough, it was. The Lions landed the guy they always wanted, Aiden Hutchinson. We'll dive into that. We'll dive into, you know, whose draft's probably going to have an impact year one. We'll take our guesses there. And then whose draft probably had the biggest question marks and kind of concerns us heading into this next season and offseason, or excuse me, in the rookie mini camps and mini camps and then training camp is eventually into the season. But first off, Justin Trees, how do you feel about the Jaguars draft? Yeah. Uh I mean, no shock with Trayvon Walker. Uh, that was kind of leading up to it, uh, like you said. Um, obviously, trading up in the first round for my boy, Devin Lloyd, that was uh-huh. that was electric. I was like, so happy for you. Dude, that was unbelievable. So I'm like, I'm sitting there doing our, our Twitter stuff, right? I'm doing all the images, and I'm like, if he keeps falling – there's a good chance. I literally tweeted out the day before, or maybe it was the day of that. I said, if the Jags, if they have a guy that they love, they will trade up in the first round because they had, they had multiple third rounders. They had multiple six, they had multiple fourths. And I was just like, they have the ammo to do this. Like they could easily do it, especially with 33. Cause everybody knows how valuable pick 33 is. Um, Sure enough, Lloyd keeps falling. My friends are like, man, where's Lloyd going? I'm like, and some people, uh, my friends were like, man, like maybe the Patriots. I'm like, that'd be a great fit. But like, let's have the Patriots pass on him. And like, let's see what the Jags do. Yeah. Patriots trade back. And I'm like, oh my goodness, there's a shot. I'm making, so I'm making these images for us. And then all of a sudden it's Jags trade up. And I'm like, holy shit, holy shit. And like, I'm trying not to like, given, I will say like, we, we posted some images like, before that like the actual pick made on yeah on espn i should say i was watching bleacher report so like to ESPN. me like pn <laughs> but it wasn't it wasn't so it wasn't late to me right so i'm yeah. just like posting it as, as bleacher reports doing it um but then i realized how early i actually was because i didn't have that on but then i hurried and switched over to espn for that for the announcement and i realized that i still had like legit like four more minutes before that pick was made I was like, wow, we are we are really ahead of the game here i did not realize this because i i actually and it's funny because mellow even tweeted about this too like stop spoiling picks and stuff like that and i yeah. i actually i actually like that too and then i was like shit i'm guilty of that right now because i didn't realize how far ahead bleacher report was yeah. to the actual podcast should have had both on you know but like that's just what i was doing um so anyways super excited about devin lloyd was freaking out got way behind on picks after that because like I was just playing catch up. I literally was running around outside, just super stoked. Um, <laughs> just taking laps around the backyard. Just, I, I really was in the front yard. Just like all my neighbors could probably see me. Um, and he just, yeah, it was great. So that's great. So day one, fantastic. Like I, I, I really couldn't have asked for more. Um, 
Trayvon Walker was my number three overall player. So like you could be like, well, you had number one pick, so you should have got your number one overall player. So I I could see arguments against Trayvon Walker. I think that he's going to fit in nicely with the defense. So I'm good with it. Um, and then you have, you know, you just have all the other picks here. And I loved like what the Jags did. Basically, honestly, day one and two, I really, really liked. Uh, I thought mm-hmm. they did a good job of getting – you know, the two two defensive players that I just talked about. I like Luke Fortnor, uh, the center out of Kentucky, all SEC guy. I really like him at pick 65. And then Chad Muma at pick 70, I love like just he a stud my, linebacker. Uh, he was my draft crush at the senior bowl. I remember senior you bowl crush that. is what I should say. Kid was all over the place. I think you guys, I mean, Devin Lloyd and Chad Muma are gonna be fun to watch together. Yeah, exactly. And then so I love those. Right. And then we go into, and that was day two. And then you go into day three and day three, like I'm not going to pretend to like, I know these scout, these guys in and out. Right. Like, you don't know Snoop so, Connor did like Snoop Connor, like, you know, running back out of Ole Miss. The funny thing is I actually do know him more than the other guys. Oh, <laughs> so, okay, like, well. you know, so, um, you know, good, you know, one cut type guy. I think he'll be, he'll be nice. I think that really does show that they're probably worried about James Robinson. Um, at this point with the Achilles injury. And then they picked Gregory Jr. out of Achuata or Baptist University. Yeah, had no idea where that even was. So I had to Google that. Turns out it's on the border of Arkansas and Louisiana. So fun fact for you there. And then they took uh, the kid out of Arkansas, another cornerback. So back-to-back corners there. Um, and he he had high price too, but I didn't really know about him. I there was other needs that I thought, like I really wanted a wide receiver in there. I, I thought we needed a safety so I could question day three, but overall day one and two absolutely loved it. Um, yeah. So super excited there. Speaking of wide receiver, let's just move on into your team real quick. <laughs> um, you, you got some weapons here that I actually kind of, I kind of dig. So I'm going to let you dive into the chiefs and then we'll dive into some other teams here. Yeah, so uh, the Chiefs they initially had 12 picks heading into the draft, two picks in each of the first four rounds. And it was like, there's no way they're going to use all 12 picks. Surprisingly, they used 10 of them. So they do trade up in round one. Uh, they had picked 29 and 30, which I'm assuming you guys listening probably already know that. They trade up to 21 to get Trent McDuffie. So very surprised that he dropped that far. I don't think there was any reasoning. It was just kind of the way the draft board fell this year with some guys getting picked and selected where they did. But I love it. And the thing is, is he's the smallest corner on the roster, too, I believe. And so when you look at that for the Chiefs, it's like, okay, they got a guy who can excel in man coverage and can excel in zone coverage as well. That's perfect. It just kind of opens up what Steve Spagnuolo can do defensively and help this team. And then you go George Loftus. And I'll say this about the two pick, the next two picks I was not excited about with George Loftus and Sky Moore. Those were two guys I had seen be mocked to the Chiefs. You know, leading up to it, you know, the guys that talked to me about it, I was just like, I don't like either of them. I don't like George Carl Loftus because I don't feel like he can do anything but just bull rush. And then you realize, hey, this kid just turned 21. His best football is ahead of him. There's an opportunity this could be a special pick that drops right to you at 30. And when you think of edge rushers falling in late round one, you just – I, I shouldn't say you, just guilty. I'm guilty of being like, eh. This guy's really not going to kind of pan out to really be anything. And honestly, that's just not fair. And I'm not about to compare him to this player at all. But it reminds me of TJ Watt being drafted by the Pittsburgh Steelers. You know, it was like the last pick in the first round. I was just like, man, like that. I think it was 2017 or 18. I was just like, what in the world? Like, <laughs> okay, like whatever. 
And so it's another one of these situations where it's like, yeah, maybe, you know, maybe, maybe they did find something. And this is something that can be an impact player for them heading into the year. Sky Moore, I had just been banging the table for a big receiver all the whole draft process. You know, you go into the senior bowl and you're like, okay, who are some big guys that are going to be here? Who are some guys that can kind of come onto the scene? And everyone's like, Christian Watson, you know, it's going to be a second, third round type of player. And I was like, I don't know. This kid looks pretty special. And I was like, you know what? Just fuck it. Beach, take him in the first. I don't care. You need a, you have a needed receiver. Don't waste any time. Go get the guy. And then they trade Tyree Kill. And you're like, what the fuck is going on? Now you definitely need a receiver. So you get that extra pick as well. And I was like, bam, bang, bang. You go defense, you go receiver. It works out beautifully. End all be all doesn't happen. You get Sky Moore, and I didn't like the pick. And one thing I can say as a Chiefs fan is every time the Chiefs have done something that I didn't like, it has been for the better of the team. I didn't want them to get Alex Smith. They get Alex Smith. It works out pretty well. They get ready to move on from Alex Smith to let Patrick Mahomes start. I was like, eh, actually, Alex Smith has deserved to play the last year of his contract. Keep him. That worked out pretty well. They draft Willie Gay. Don't really like it. Pretty athletic linebacker. Nick Bolton, same situation. Didn't really like it. Don't like George Karloftis, and I don't like Sky Moore. I did not. Now it's like, huh, maybe we have something here. This can be special and fun. And then the rest of the draft is like, they just got a bunch of physical guys who do not give a shit about anybody else. And I was like, I love that for the defensive mindset because Kansas City didn't have that before Steve Spagnola. And before getting Frank Clark and Tyron Matthew, they brought in that physicality and reset the tone for the Kansas City Chiefs defense. And now that Kansas City is about to move on from them, it's like, okay, hey, you went and got guys in the draft that are big, strong, and physical that's going to keep that mindset and motor for the Chiefs defense heading into a new era of this organization. And I freaking love it. You know what I mean? I'm not going to act like I know all these guys. Daniel Kennard in the fifth, I absolutely did love it. Kind of reminds me of Trey Smith to a little bit where, you know, you're projected as a, as a second round player and it doesn't necessarily pan out. And then they fall through the draft. Trey Smith, we understand it was for medical issues. You get him in the six, but Dan Kennard, this is a big dude, biggest hands out of all the offensive linemen in the draft. He falls to Kansas city at five. He's pissed off about it. He's got a chip on his shoulder now and he's ready to play. And this guy could potentially be the right tackle of the future. And if it does work out like that, Kansas city has fixed their offensive line in two years like solid five starters all the way across for the next four years, you know, with all these guys getting to be on rookie deals. And it's like, this is beautiful. Absolutely love it. Brett Beach did a phenomenal job in this year's draft. Super excited for it. But I also know our teams were not the only teams in this, in the NFL that had really good drafts. Yeah. That was that a is, long that rant sure. and I apologize, but no, we, we both lots did, to be we excited both, for it. We both went on ramps about our team, but what do we always say? It's our podcast. We're talking about what the fuck we want to talk about. Um, so other teams, death, taxes, Baltimore Ravens dominating the draft. Like yeah. <laughs> just so good. Uh, I, li- I literally said this on either last podcast or the one before that. I said, this is lining up perfectly for Kyle Hamilton to fall to whatever, 13, right to the yeah. Ravens. Like it's going to happen just bookmark it. it. And sure enough, it did. Like it was just, it lined up perfectly. Like nobody in the top 12 besides maybe Washington was like going to even consider him at, you know, in the top 13. And sure enough, Washington trades out, which that one, that one bothers me, man. Like how, how you trade back. And then when Jamison Williams is on the board and then you take Dotson, like, yeah. It does like that one's rough. I know you got extra picks and stuff, but like 
that's rough. Like Williams is that dude. Like I'll, I'll keep saying it. Like my wide receiver one, like he's that dude. So that one's rough. Um, the bears, if we're talking about like things that like you just don't, you don't see setting your team up for, for success either this year or, you know, in the near future, I could see the bears being rough. I mean, like they took Jones out of Tennessee for, you know, in the third round for wide receiver. But other than that, literally didn't take another one. I know they signed a whole bunch of UDFA um, wide receivers, but if you're counting on UDFA wide Mm -hmm. receivers to like make a huge impact for your second year quarterback, like that's, that's rough. Like uh, I, if I was fields, I'd, I'd be a little upset. Like, yeah. That would suck. There's just not a lot to work with. Like, yeah, you have Cole Komet at tight end, and that's cool. And, you know, you got Mooney at receiver. But, like, even outside of that, it's like, okay, now I'm re- relying on, you know, a receiver out of Tennessee, a rookie, to come in and just be an immediate impact. And he's yeah. only a six-foot receiver. I mean, he's nothing. He's not big. You know, yeah. it's just – it's kind of one of these situations where you look at it for Chicago. It's like, what what is your offense going to be next year? And I don't want to say anything, you know, Brian Poole comes from Kansas City, and I don't mean that as like, oh, can't talk shit on him. It's just like year one as a general manager, you kind of came in, you're not really left with a lot of options. You you know, you weren't really left with anything that you can do. You didn't have a first-round pick because you guys traded up last year to get Justin Fields. So, you know, like, hey, at least I'm coming into this with a quarterback already figured out. I do have a running back in Montgomery. We have a tight end in Cole Komet. Our defense, this might be it, honestly, for the last run. I know we talked about it last year, but – you kind of moved on from some veterans and Khalil Mack, of course. But maybe you are fine. And you add Kyle Gordon and the Kyler Gordon, excuse me, in the second round early on. So there's a possibility that could be something special. But then, like, as you keep going on, it's just I don't know. Like, I, I hate to sit here and be like, oh, this draft stinks because and I just reminds me of what the Seahawks did in like what 2011 or 12 or 10, excuse me, where it's just like, hey, this this class sucks. Bruce Irvin, Bobby Wagner, Russell Wilson, what the fuck? And they're like all just studs and future Hall of Famers for Seattle. And it was like, everyone's just like, this stinks, not a bad pick, or this is an awful pick. Why'd you take a quarterback in the third round after paying Matt Flynn all this money? Well, actually, this guy's the future of the, you know, of the Seahawks and is going to lead him to a Super Bowl. We have no idea what the fuck we're talking about with this, just to be completely frank. It's also what makes it so fun and what makes me want to jump to the Jets because, my God, do I feel like Joe Douglas has this team heading in the right direction. Like, I am excited for Jets fans. I really am. You nailed that first round. Out of freaking boy. Sorry, I didn't know if you were going to keep going there. No, yeah. I was <laughs> um, just, no, I agree. You agree uh, not, or disagree? Not even the first round. I mean, the first two days, man. Like, because day, yeah. day two, you get Brees Hall and, and Jeremy Ruckert, like, who I thought was – Honestly, I really thought that he he has a fair argument for uh, tight end one. So you have a guy that's in argument for tight end one. You have RB one for sure. You have, mm-hmm. and then you have a dude that's in either cornerback one or two, depending on who you are. You have wide receiver one or two, depending on who you are. And then Jermaine Johnson in the first round also, who's what? DN four, four or five, yeah. like somewhere in that area. Like, yeah, I thought it was, I think it's fantastic. The one thing that makes me worried and again, everything is a special, you know, it, it's its own little thing, but every time that a team has three first round picks, you feel like bad things happen. Like they yeah. look great. Like, like even like who was the last one, the Raiders, right. When they had, when they did, I wouldn't Abrams, say that, 
it did though. Like everybody was on Josh Jacobs nuts. Mm-hmm. Everybody was. Everybody thought that Abrams could be like one of the next top tier safeties. Yeah, and but then and was then, like Clint Farrell right there at but four that was one, just like oh that that one was the rough one because everybody's like you pass you passed on Josh Allen. Thanks very much. Um, you passed on Josh Allen. Like <laughs> what the hell happened? So fair, fair. But I'm just saying like every time that like teams have three, like it feels like it goes to shit much quicker. I will say this these three like look elite and i agree so i think that like their first five picks were absolutely fantastic and i think that i do think that the jets turned a corner here um like how awesome is it that they are like there's two ways of building around a good uh you know a rookie quarterback and actually it looks like jacksonville did the exact opposite right jacksonville's like our defense is so bad that like we have to just like improve our defense like i mean they had the yeah literally the number 30 overall defense they felt like that that needed to get, get done but the jets are like no like we'll just get all these weapons around them so i think it's awesome i think the jets i think the jets had an amazing draft um another team that i really liked the eagles I thought yeah. the Eagles had a very, very good. I mean, it was very quiet after, you know, the first day or two. Um, but <laughs> I thought, I mean, let's just start off with just saying Jordan Davis is a freak and you just got a huge, huge, big piece in the middle of your defensive line. It's Fletcher Cox 2.0. Fletcher Cox 2.0. Like, but these better. guys are like, <laughs> the defensive lines are getting older and you come in and just say, bam, here we go, Jordan Davis. And then you yep. get Cameron Jurgens in the second round. And then you mm. get to see, Jason Kelsey just, just you know, be so excited about it. It's like, hey, this is a guy who I compare to myself more than anybody. I've been helping them try to find my replacement. You don't see other players in the NFL do that. Like, no. this guy is just so confident in who he is as a person and a player and his involvement with the organization. It's like, yeah, I'm willing to do this. I know I can't do it forever, but good luck trying to replace me because I'm a fucking badass. I can yeah. help, but like it might not work. <laughs> yeah, like I'm good this year, anyways. And I was already thinking about retirement, anyways. I'm good for another year, probably yeah. too. Um, so it's great. You get Nicobe Dean, who obviously some won people are saying of steal of the draft. Some people are saying that it it depends. I mean, like, the medicals I do know, and I can't say this confidently. The medicals were kind of scary. A lot of people were worried about his knees. So for sure, just, for sure. And and honestly, like there's a lot of times where like these shorter armed linebackers like don't pan out when they do in college. Like that's just a yeah. fact like that, that I hate to be like that guy. Like, Oh, you know, you have to be, you know, it's like, don't be six foot four pocket quarterback, <laughs> but like, you know, like, but like, that's like a real thing there. So, um, and then obviously we haven't even brought up the biggest piece that's trading for AJ Brown. No joke. And I feel like you gave up nothing for him. Nothing. Now, granted nothing. you did turn around and pay him a hundred million dollars, so? but it still feels like you gave up, what a, was a first rounder and, and like a, yeah like a fourth or fifth or something like yeah that? it was like that it yeah pick eight like if you're the kansas city chiefs you're sitting there like wait what or yeah. or you know i shouldn't even say the chiefs like just in like anybody the green bay packers anybody. the packers could be just like what yeah cowboys I'm, well i'll just get a hundred million dollars that bank account right now so it's jerry jones yeah come exactly. on down oj brown we'll take care yeah, of you we'll take care of you here like um you know and yeah. So, I mean, it's, I loved, I really did love this draft. I think that, I think that they really set themselves up for winning the NFC East. Mm-hmm. I agree. I, and every, some people might hear hear that and be like, that's crazy. You know what? The Eagles weren't a bad regular season team. It took them a little bit to kind of get things figured out. You know, you have uh, Jalen Hurts kind of figuring out how to 
you know, be an NFL quarterback and learn. Your receivers are kind of getting developed. They're building their relationship. Nick Sirianni, first-time head coach. How, hey, how are we going to make sure we get everything in line? The game management. What's our game plan? You know, what are we good at? What are we bad at? Start off kind of rough, and once you figure it out, people are like, ooh, put a little respect on their name. Now, I do think Jalen Hurts needs to take the next jump and be better. He needs to be better at throwing the ball, quicker decisions. And the ball needs to get out of his hand a lot faster. But that'll come with time. And then you get a guy like A.J. Brown, throw that bitch up there because he's probably coming down with it. And you got a burner in Devontae Smith on the other side, too. You still got Dallas Goddard at tight end, Miles Sanders, who we both like at running back. Talking yeah. so fast, can't catch my breath. I <laughs> Miles think this Sanders. is special. Yeah, Miles Sanders, huge winner of the draft. Like, if you're yeah. talking about like players that like were like you were worried about heading into the draft weekend, Miles Sanders, huge winner. I actually think Goddard is a loser because now there's just more competition, at, you know, for catching passes. So I will say that. Yeah. Um, another winner of the draft, Malcolm Brown, Hollywood Brown. Mm hmm. Going, leaving Baltimore and heading to Arizona. And I said I Malcolm. Actually, I, I I meant Marquise. I said Malcolm, but sorry. Yeah, I'm you really another, threw a loop there. Sorry, like, Marquise. But, I, I'm reading another time. I'm like, oh, I just said Malcolm. Marquise Brown. There we go. I can speak. <laughs> uh, Marquise Brown, Hollywood, heading to Arizona. Huge win for him. Like going back mm-hmm. to his his college quarterback, um, in Kyler leaving a run heavy offense, even though him and Lamar were very good together for the record. Like they were very good, but man heading there. And then with the news of Hopkins now being suspended for the first six games, like Hollywood Brown, all of a sudden is like top 10, 15 receiver. And everyone was questioning it the night of the draft. It's like, why are you doing this? It makes no sense. And then the news comes out of DeAndre Hopkins. Like, okay, actually Cardinals were kind of smart to get ahead of that and be prepared for it and ready to handle it. But then at the same time, it's like, what are you like? How many receivers and freaking tight ends do you guys need or want? Like, what is Cliff Kingsbury doing? Who's he planning on putting out there? Yeah, because it is only six games, right? And that's yeah. about the point we see Kyler Murray kind of reach his peak and then he falls down a little bit, he kind of goes back up, and then about week 13, it just falls off a cliff again. I think this is the last year for them to really see if this works or not. Agreed. I, for I think Cliff I, I Kingsbury think... and like Kyler Murray and them, it looks like they're probably going to put their contract talks on hold. No, now in saying that, it's going to be my luck. They come out in two weeks. I'm like, oh, new deal for Kyler Murray, six year, three hundred million dollars. We're going to be like, well, what the fuck? Thought you were holding yep. up on it. So yep. it's just one of those situations. But like the second round, you get Trey McBride, good pick, awesome tight end, and then you go defense, defense, running back, offensive line, corner, linebacker, guard again. Keontae Ingram in the sixth round, and granted, like, the last five of them are sixth and seventh rounders, so it was, like, you're pretty much just going to be depth players anyways. But, like, I don't feel like you really got any guys that can come in and be a huge impact for you now. And, again, I know I said at the beginning of the show I hate really doing that, but, like, when you look at the Cardinals, it's just kind of what is your game plan here? Like, what are you wanting to do moving forward? What is your identity? Are you putting everything behind Kyler Murray or not? Yeah, And, and you said Trey McBride, nice pick. Honestly, I, I would argue opposite. You don't like it? Like, he's a good player. Like, I like Trey McBride as a player. I hate the landing spot, though. Like, you yeah. just re-signed Ertz. You re-signed yeah. Max Williams. Like, okay, so you're literally using a, you know, a top 55 pick on a guy that could be third string year one? Like, that's rough. That's yeah. rough. Like, it's just a bad look. That's there. a I forgot about Max Williams, honestly. And he, he was doing great before they trade. Like he he ended up getting hurt out for the year, and that's when they traded for Zach Hurts. Like Max yeah. Williams was playing fantastic um, earlier in the year. So, anyways, um, 
we're, we're running out of time today. We, we said we we're going to keep this one short. So um, we're probably going to sign off here soon. We'll, we'll get back into this again next week. We'll probably have more thoughts, more teams that we want to dive into. Um, and then, you know, we hit full, you know, off season mode. I mean, oh, yeah. NFL doesn't, NFL doesn't sleep. So I'm, we're going to continue to do episodes every week because like, there's going to be some sort of breaking news all the time. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah. So anyways, anything else you want to talk about? No, just happy to be back and see you. See your face. Talk to you about some, talking football with you, you know? I know it's been a few weeks. I last episode, I was like, I promise everybody Austin's going to come back. I felt like I was like talking myself into it. Like he's coming back guys. No, he'll be here. Uh, I promise. Yeah. He did not come back. No, just yeah. Kidding. Yeah. It's like when I used to like try to get a hold of my wife when we were dating and stuff and she wouldn't answer. I'd be like, Oh, she's probably just like in the shower. That's why she's didn't answer. She's yeah. not out with other guys. She's just, she's, That's just, she's busy. It's just a 10 hour shower. No big. Yeah, sure. No the hot water's out now. Her dad's yeah. got to be pissed. New hot yeah. water heater coming in. Oh. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I love it. Okay, cool. All right, everybody. Uh, enjoy your week. Um, lots of fantasy drafts going to be happening now, like especially for the dynasty rookie mm-hmm. drafts. I actually already had one. I had one on Sunday, which was no shit. But, yeah. I mean, it's just rookies, right? Cause it's dynasty. So it's you. Yeah. Draft but yeah it got a little crazy there for a little bit so but anyways everybody enjoy those enjoy your time and we'll be back next week and tonight we've been talking football